I'm Emily. And, and we, we are, are Pearl, Pearl and the Beard. Beard. You're listening to KCOU Columbia 88.1 FM. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. It is the Penalty Box on KCOU 88.1 FM. It is Wednesday, July 20th. And Peter, how are the skies this morning? Peter Camp, everybody. Oh, wow. Welcome, Peter Camp, to the stage. My co-host, yeah. the man, the myth, the legend. How are the skies this evening? Skies are pretty good this evening. Um, you know, beautiful, beautiful blue, sunny skies so far. Going to have a, about a high of around... 89 degrees uh looking to probably stay at that same heat as we go throughout the week yeah <laughs> a 91 on thursday 93 on friday and it's going to be reaching 101 on saturday so make sure to get your water oh, make sure really? to get your umbrellas oh yeah low oh. of 75 on saturday so it's going to be it's going to be a hot it's going to be a humid one but uh we'll keep you updated throughout the forecast interesting interesting i that's your weatherman voice. Yeah. You did well. I I have always said you could be a you could be a weatherman. Yeah. In in a different life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I would say that's a pretty spot on. You know, uh, accurate accurate statement. I think it, it's it, it's the point where it's like too hot. Yeah. It's that point in the summer where it's too warm. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever. We we move on. The sports the sports roll on regardless of how warm it is. And boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about? Indeed, we do. Um, and things. I guess should I did, should I should I tell my Atlanta story first? You know or what? Should we save it? Yes. Okay. What um, happened? You went on a business trip this I weekend. Did. I did kind of go on a business trip this weekend. A very short little stint uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. I was mm-hmm. there for um, SEC media days. I was doing some coverage. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. Got to write. I went down with two. Uh, TV station reporters, so I learned kind of how a live shot works. Yeah, uh, I'm very glad I'm in print. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I write. I don't like the yeah, camera. It's, it's very stressful. It was scary. It, I was nervous for them, mm-hmm. like them standing there. You know, you, you get cued in. You have to yeah. like they cut to you. There's a, obviously that delay. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's not for me. I'll stick yeah, to my Yeah, as producers, we're taught to yell at the reporters to go, and they just kind of right. get yeah. They just kind of go off, and we just. Try to let them steer the boat as much as possible, and if they need to abandon ship. Yeah. But, yeah, those live shots are no joke. Yeah, they were stressful. So I was glad I was behind the camera. I was doing some writing. Um, I was covering Mizzou. It was really cool. Um, I got to ask uh, Drinkwitz, the coach, uh, Martez Manuel, who is a a safety. Safety. Um, Isaiah McGuire, a defensive lineman, and Barrett Bannister were all there for Mizzou. I got to ask them some questions. Um, I talked to... Uh, Isaiah McGuire about crawfish. That was fun. Um, you can read about it off an article. Oh, there you go. About it. There you go. Shameless, shameless plug. plug. But it was cool. Um, definitely, like, you know, they, they very much make it a media circus, which for SEC football is very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, they have the commissioner come out and open the and open the ceremony. The big media room, like, where the main stages is huge, and then there's, like, smaller stages. So the, like... These guys are doing appearances all day from noon to 6 p.m. 
answering what is probably the same five questions over and over and over again. Yeah. But it, it, it was cool. Um, and, like, you, you, you were behind the scenes. Like, I was walking in the hotel lobby, and I saw Marty from Marty and McGee just walking around with a coffee. Him and Joe Tessitore. Oh, yeah. Just, just casual. Um, so that's cool. You're just kind of mingling with some of the best of the best in in sports, I guess, football journalism and mm-hmm. broadcasting and stuff. Um, but it was really cool. Yeah. My, I, yeah, yeah. No, you finish your story. Oh, no. I was just going to say my favorite highlight, and I tweeted this, was Drinkwitz made the old man in the cloud, old man yells at cloud reference from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Where he, he gets in the paper, um, which I thought was pretty funny. He said twice he doesn't want to be that. I almost photoshopped a picture of drink on the meme, but I decided not to. That would have been, been funny, though. It, it, it's, it's, it's saved on my phone. I chose not to put it on the Twitter <laughs> sphere, but it's saved. We have it for my own, my own enjoyment. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I only watched... I watched the Commissioner's Open, and I watched... Because um, I knew Drinkwitz was going to be on the first day, but yep. I was also driving back home because I went home for the weekend. And like it was at like 12.30... On uh, Saturday, no, it was on Monday, 12.30 on Monday, and I had to, like, I was about to, like, leave to come back to Columbia, and Brian Kelly was talking, and I knew it was going to be wild, because the two questions he got asked were, like, what is your favorite Southern food and your best Southern accent? Right, because he did the fake one. Because he's a family guy. Yeah. Well, he did the fake one when he got hired because he switched. He was like, I'm excited to be in Baton Rouge. I'm excited with my family. With my family. And then there was this other guy. He just the the tone he had in his voice just sounded like he did not want to be there. And his question was like, "Did you getting beat so bad in the college football playoff made you leave to go to LSU?" And I just started laughing. <laughs> That's ruthless. That's a bold question. That's ruthless. I I was like, I didn't ask any questions on the main stage, uh, but when I I wasn't super nervous to talk to uh, the players because I was like, it, it's you know. Um, in my eyes, I'm like, they're like my age, you know, just like to not be nervous. I was like, you're just talking to a, to a peer, like, to you're like talking, a, to like a classmate. Yeah. You're talking to someone, you know, who just happens to be really, really good at this, at this thing. Yeah. But for, for Drinkwitz, terrified because mm-hmm. Drinkwitz, I mean, you know, obviously knows what he's talking about, knows what he's doing. He's a good coach. Yeah. And so you don't want to ask a poor question. You don't want to, yeah, he's like, rough on media. Yeah. And it, it can be harsh sometimes. And so I was, I was like shaking a little bit and I'm, you know, the youngest reporter in the room by a country mile. Mm-hmm. So I was, you know, trying to make sure my questions were good, but he, it was, it was definitely a cool experience. Um, I was bummed. I couldn't stay in Atlanta longer. We were there. We got there Sunday evening and then Tuesday morning, six thirty, we we're gone. We left. So you were only there for like a day. Yeah. Wow. We were there for, for Monday, um, but it was cool. The Omni Hotel, it's like all, it's that, the CNN Center, which is huge, by the way. Mm. It's like this ginormous complex uh, full of just CNN stuff. There was a, I meant to send you this picture, there was a dolphin that looked like Conan O'Brien for some reason in there, <laughs> um, like a statue. And then it's all connected to the College Football Hall of Fame, and then that's connected to the State Farm Center where the Hawks play. Oh my! And it's all like one thing. The um, Mercedes-Benz Stadium's right there, so it was cool. Yeah, good time. I learned I'd make a very good bellhop. I had to wheel the cart full of equipment up to our room. Mm. Pearled. Really? I hit. I hit one wall maybe. Okay, that's I, good. I'm a good bellhop. I'm a terrible bellhop because I always try to try to jump on and give a, a push off. Yes, yeah, so you can't do and that. And then just ride it through through the lobby. No, see, that's that's what we in bellhop world that's we frowned upon that. Oh, it oh. became my uh, my. Um, 
Top Gun was weirdly a very big subject that week. Really? Uh, and so we were giving each other Top Gun code names. What was yours? Mine is Bellhop. My uh, call sign is oh, Bellhop. Oh, okay. What would your call sign be? I guess you have to kind of get given it, don't you? Have you have to be given it. Okay, I'm going to think From of it. From what I watched the first 30 minutes of Top Gun Maverick. I mean, Hawkeye's the easiest one. Yeah. To give you. Yeah, but that's, I feel like that's taken. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna well, during the show. We'll come up with something better. Okay. Um, for those listening, tweet at us. Our handle is. Wait, I forget off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, at penaltyboxkcou. Tweet at us. What should Peter's Top Gun call sign be? Um, and and yeah, that was Atlanta. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I'm glad I didn't embarrass myself. Asking a question. That's good. Did Drinkwitz <laughs> get mad at you? No, no. I mean, I did ask him a question. So I asked him about the running backs because, of course, Mizzou are trying to replace Tyler Beatty, mm-hmm. uh, who left, was a good rusher, um, finalist in the Doak Walker Award. And they got the returning running backs, a guy named Elijah Young, who played in the bowl game, yeah. as you know. And then they have Nate Pete, who transferred from Stanford. And he's a townie, right? Yes, he's from Columbia. Him yeah. and Martez Manuel, who were there, like, know each other. They both went to Rockbridge, okay. all this. Um, but Nate Pete. I was, I, I asked him, I was like, you know, how, how are you feeling about those two? How are they going to fill the holes? And his response, I appreciated, but I was also like a tiny bit shaken because it was like before he said anything, he named all of the rest of the running backs, like all the freshmen, everyone in the running back room. He was like, yeah, we got this guy, this guy, got this and rattle them off. And I was like, well, maybe I should have said all three. Like I, I felt it almost that I was like, he probably was annoyed that I only mentioned like two guys mm. when there's a good running back room but it, it was it was all right yeah if that's the worst thing you know it's it's fine it say cool. speaking of running backs yeah. uh james harden got signed <laughs> to a new deal in philadelphia uh, this happened he about did. a couple minutes ago yeah about 45 minutes ago uh he got signed to a two-year 68 million dollar deal which oh gosh the math says because he took a hit because i think he was making like 47 million beforehand and now i think he's making like 17 million less it's a yeah it's a two-year 68 million dollar contract so that's do the math on that that's what 30 something that's about 35 34 million a year yeah i don't know how much 34.4 oh wait here we go 30 point it'd be 34.3 million a year i don't know how much less it was but i do know that they were, I think they were speculating he was gonna not get paid as much as he probably could have. Yeah. To stay on the Sixers, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I mean, it's a good. Uh, oh yeah, it gives the team more financial flexibility. That's oh, yeah. the whole idea. Is so they then they can go out and be more competitive. Yeah, they can go out and get some more role players and figure figure out their roster, which makes sense. I mean, that's a championship caliber team with him and Embiid fully healthy. Yeah. Um. And you got Tyrese Maxey there as well, Tobias Harris. I like it. I like it for the Sixers. I mean, Harden, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't think he's washed. Like, I certainly think he sometimes has his moments. He's probably not the the Harden of old, but like, he's still James. It's James Harden. Yeah. So, I don't know. Good signing. It's a good signing. It's going to be interesting to see what happens after these two years. If he plays up to what he's supposed to play as, then does he get signed to another huge deal, or is this kind of, you know, the money fall of James Harden, where now he might not be making that huge piles of money? Because we saw John Wall take a huge pay cut, Mm -hmm. and now 
I know James Harden did it for for the flexibility, but if he doesn't produce like he has been producing, what does that mean for his future? Right, That'd be interesting. Because right now they have it's Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, PJ Tucker, Tobias Harris, and Embiid. It's a good team with Shake Milton, Cork Mons, Thibel, and Paul Reed off the bench. Oh, and they have Georges Niang too, and Daniel House. Uh, Iowa State Cyclone Georges Niang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I remember. Sorry, this is a bit off topic. No, no, go for it. But I remember seeing an I an Iowa Cubs tweet that was like Monte Morris is coming to Des Moines, and I had to sit there for a minute. I was like, Why is Monte Morris going to an Iowa Cubs game? And then I realized he went to Iowa State. Yeah. But that half second of just like that's that's so random. I think you forgot uh, the most important player for the Sixers, which is six six guard out of St. Joseph's, Charlie Brown Jr. You're right. Son of Charlie Brown. The the cartoon? The cartoon. Okay. Grew up, now has a son in the NBA. Wow. Well done, Charlie Brown. Way to go, Charlie. Um, yeah, no, that's a good lineup. I know he uh, he has his like best winning percentage with P.J. Tucker, right? I think that's that was the, the stat everyone kept mentioning. Who, James Harden? Yeah. I oh. think he's 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 performed the best with PJ Tucker. Is like his winning percentage is better with him than any other player. James Harden and PJ Tucker are like LeBron and J.R. Smith. Yeah, pretty much. Because LeBron can't win without J.R. Yep, yep. Noted. Yeah, J.R. Noted glue guy. Noted just like PJ glue Tucker. guy. PJ Tucker too is like it's finally now like not small ball center PJ either, mm-hmm. which is what it was on the Rockets. Uh, he can finally play the three, which for a like six five guy is. Or maybe six eight. He might be a little taller. No, he's six five. <laughs> six five. He he was playing the small ball center. Still, just like it's wild to me. But he's he's got that dog in him. So who cares? He, he has that dog in he him. He does have that dog in him. Um, speaking. <laughs> never mind. Uh, no, no. What were you gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. We're waiting. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton's staying in Phoenix. Yes. DeAndre and staying in Phoenix. We talked a, a little bit about it last week because we were in the middle of the show when, you know, Indiana, like, matched 30 minutes beforehand, gave him the They're offer, and then Phoenix was like, it was swirling on social media whether Phoenix would match or not. But they ended up matching, and so he will be staying in Phoenix for four years. Mm-hmm. And $133 million? Yeah. Oh. Big brain. Yeah, I mean, I guess power move by Indiana. They kind of just, you know, put Phoenix in a corner. It's either you give us eight now or you're stuck with him. Um, (laughs) I mean, they can trade him in January still if they want, but I I don't know that it's all that. I mean, the Suns, yes, they got embarrassed by the Mavericks in Game 7 of the Western Conference semifinals. Maybe don't be cocky when you haven't won yet and you won't lose. Um, But... I mean, this is still, this is the best team in the NBA last year. They went to the finals the year before that. I don't think it's all that bad that you got Aiton locked up. Like, there's still time for you to figure it out with with Booker and Aiton. Like, maybe it's not ideal, and and it seemed like the Suns could have been willing to move on from him, but, I mean, he's still a top center in the league. He deserves to get paid the amount he's getting paid. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's all that bad. Like, No, but I... I think the biggest thing is that Aiton was unhappy to be there. But I I could be wrong on that point. But if they're winning games, and it's a team that can prove in two win, because they got to the, like you said, they had the best record in the NBA last year, and then they made the NBA Finals the year before that. 
So it's a team that knows that it can win with Aiden at the five and the team that they have now. Yeah. But it'll just be interesting to see what happens now that he's locked up and January rolls around. This, I don't know. This article I'm reading does say, despite how the old situation unfolded, Aiden still has no... Uh, Aiden still has does not have ill feelings toward the Suns. Does not? Um, no. Well, there you go. Um, he said, I came to understand this is a business, so I was more anxious to know how the end of the result... I was anxious to know the end of the result so I could focus and move on and just get back to work. I treated everything like a business. Just keep being professional, focus on everything with professionalism, and not looking too deep into it, uh, he told ESPN. So, I mean, that's good. If you can see, If there's no issues with the organization, I mean... He has veto power over any trade they try and do in January if that's really yeah. something that they end up approaching. I think the biggest thing though is going to be money and yeah. What they how much they can spend and how much they can hold on to cuz yeah. they're not going to be able to hold on to everybody with you know cuz they just gave Booker a max contract and now they got 133 million dollars to pay to Aiden and I don't know what Chris Paul wants cuz he got I think he got a new deal last year. So, money's going to be an interesting interesting thing to, to, to look out for in Phoenix. Yeah, they have, they have Mikhail Bridges locked up, which is good, too. Because mm-hmm. um, he's probably, other than Booker and Aiton, your next most valuable player. Um, but yeah, they're going to they're gonna have problems with guys like Cam Johnson. Um, let me look at their depth chart, because I'm blanking off the top of my head. But they're going to run into problems with some of these role players who are going to want to get paid more. Um, which is just a natural thing to happen. Yeah, they got Cam Johnson's going to want to get paid more. Um, you've got guys like Cameron Payne, Landry Shamit. So Tory Craig, Tory Craig, Bucks legend. No, he'll be fine. Him and Bismack will be fine. I do worry a little bit about their their depth, especially at at the the bigger positions, because you got Bismack Biombo and Tory Craig in there as backup fours and fives. You saying Bismack can't play? I'm not. Not saying no. Bismack can play. Oh, I, I don't know. Again, thirty. He's, he's older. Oh, he's only twenty nine. Bismack, Biombo. Why did I think he was a lot older than that? I thought he was like thirty. Wow, he's pretty young for only two thousand eleven. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's bad. I think it's just all right. Suns are running it back. A, a weird little saga. It seems like all is forgiven, mm-hmm. unless something crazy happens. But there you go. Um, next. Oh, next. Next. Um, uh, so, Summer League happened. I'm going to be real. I did not watch much of Summer League. I know Portland won Summer League and that Keegan Murray is the best player of all time. But besides that, Summer League happened and a lot of the top picks played really well from what I heard. Yeah. Uh, the Magic benched Bancaro after two games because he averaged like 26 points a game. Well, that's fair. A lot of people were very angry about that because they were like well, you don't, soft. But everybody I, saw what happened to EJ Liddell. I completely agree. And yeah. probably got scared. Yeah, no doubt. I would I would be too. Yeah. Um, Shaden Sharp also got hurt for Portland even though they won. Um, but they did win. They also got rings for it, which is unreal. Um, so... Portland's. How is the Portland Summer League team going to have more rings than Dan? I was going to say Portland's role players have a ring, but their star doesn't. Yeah. So that might be a little awkward heading into the season. Keegan Murray, I don't know. I don't. I don't know Keegan Murray's stat. I do know he has been playing well. I think he averaged twenty-three and nine. Scottie Pippen is better than his. Or Scottie Pippen Jr. is better than his dad. 
<laughs> um, Why is this? He balled for the Lake Show. Did he really? Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. went off. Uh, he was good. Kenneth Lofton Jr., the big man from Oh, I did from watch Kenneth Tech, Lofton was Jr. good. Uh, Marjan Beauchamp is the future for the Bucks. Him and Lindell Wigg- Wiggington are bringing a championship to Milwaukee if Giannis ever leaves. Big trust. Um, yeah, Summer League's fun. Who else was I think it was good? Oh, JT Thor for the uh, Hornets had some nice plays. Mac McClung, dime dropper. He had like two or three no-look passes that were, were pretty highlight-worthy. can't believe it's going to be Steph Curry at the one, right? Hear me out. Jordan Poole at the two. Mac McClung at the three. Yep. Clay Thompson at the four. And Draymond at the five. Mac McClung is basically P.J. Tucker. Glue guy. Glue guy. 6'5 center. I don't even think he's 6'5". I think he's like 6'2". He's, he's small. Um, yeah, it was good. I didn't watch as much of it as I did last year. I was also in um, London for about half of it, so that didn't help. Mm. Um, just a bit of a time difference. Just a bit, a bit of a time difference. It was funny looking at the games and being like, oh, this starts at 3.08 a.m. Cool. <laughs> um, it is funny how specific times are, especially in baseball. Like, it starts at 6.06. I was like, oh. Well, it's nice to show yeah, up there at six, and I have six more minutes. Yeah, that is weird. Um, I'm trying to think of other, of other notable moments. Yeah, EJ Liddell got hurt. Um, that was that was unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did. Chet averaged 17, nine, and four blocks a game across two games. Yeah, that after that first game, people were high on Chet. Yeah. How do you feel about Chet? Do you think he's going to be a bust? No, I think he'll be fine. I don't think he'll be the best player from this draft, but I think he'll be fine. He's just he's just got he's just got to do what every NBA analyst says he has to do and and, and develop some muscle. He's got to get he's got to get that Giannis training that Giannis had and 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 bulk up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's gonna be a bust. I I do like how polarizing of a player he is. I just think that's gonna make it. I mean, it's the perfect player for the NBA and for, like, the NBA discussion. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the love-hate with him. Just like with Zion, like, there's the Zion truthers and then there's the people that just are like, he weighs too much, he's going to eat his way out of the NBA. He's the heaviest player in the NBA. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Oh, I did find Keegan Murray, four games, 23-8-2, and two, 1.3 steals a game on 50-40-81 shooting. That is pretty good. Was he voted? I think he was voted summer league MVP. He was. That's why I said wow. he was the greatest player in basketball. You what? What it really says is he's the greatest parentheses summer league parentheses basketball player parentheses this year parentheses. Well, don't read the. Well, what don't he plays the for the Kings and everyone who plays for the Kings disappears. Yeah. Yes. You, for, you forget about Chris Webber. Who? Chris Webber. Who? Oh I'm just kidding. I know. I know. Oh who, I know my. who Chris Weber is. Or or Jason Williams. Chris Weber doesn't know how many times. Remember Jason he has. Williams, Mike Bibby. Remember Mike Bibby. I did like Mike Bibby and Jason Williams. Um. Oh, Benedict Matherin was good. Yeah, he was. Um. Maybe not LeBron good, like he said he was gonna be, in his his post draft press conference. But, yeah. But. Oh, Quentin Grimes was the other one. Uh, twenty three four and four on one point three steals a game. Pretty I'm, good. Yeah, that's that's good. He was good. He had some nice like he uh, broke one guy's ankles in the championship game. Mm. Um, let's see. I'm just looking at names. Oh, they have Sandro Mamukulashvili from the Bucks, averaged uh, 28, 29, and two 
He's really excited by it. On, on 50 50 I, 70 shooting. I have no idea who this is. He is a, he's like, um, do you know who David Roddy is? No. He's that Colorado State guy. He's like 6'9, but oh, he played center. Oh, I do remember. He's him. like him, kind of. Okay. He can shoot. He's good. Mm-hmm. He was the he was like the best G League player for the Bucks last year. Sure? They also have Lindell Wigington on here. Look oh at my that. God. The future is is bright. That's crazy. It's like the Warriors. Oh, Kuminga was good. Kuminga was also really good. Oh yeah, I I saw Wiseman was good too. Yeah, Wiseman, the Warriors. Warriors. I don't know how they can have such a good future for just winning a championship. It's kind of unreal. Like it, it shows that like you should just win right away and then completely tank. Yeah. And then get the top like a top pick. Like they have James Wiseman just stashed there. Like it's just like you know what, Steph, you can take the year off. And then we'll just come back when we have a, a, couple, a number one draft, a couple pick. draft picks, yeah. And then then you can come back in and win another championship. Yeah, it is unreal. Um, Big brain, Mickey. That the that the uh, Blazers get rings. What this generation has gone soft. These participation awards. Yeah, I was gonna say you sound like that one guy who gets mad that the participation awards are like five feet tall. I threw mine in the garbage. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I, kept, I would keep mine. I kept mine. It's all I won. Um, speaking of Steph, he's hosting the ESPYS. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about the ESPYS this no. year. I used to watch them all the time, and honestly, I'm glad I don't watch them now because uh, Aaliyah Boston for South Carolina. Did you see that? What happened with that? I did not. She plays for South Carolina. She was yeah. up. She was up for the best female athlete, and they like forgot to invite her to it, and then invited her late. And it's just like, and then she issued a statement, obviously being like, "I'm not going because they invited me late." ESPN, what are you doing? Yeah, ESPN sucks. Come on, ESPN. So, didn't um, who was oh, I, what was an ESPN take I saw the other day about the NBA? I don't know. Today on someone's all time, didn't didn't uh, didn't someone today put on their their Mount Rushmore like Steph and and oh, Steph Curry's the second best player. Yeah, that's what it time. was. Who who said someone said that on ESPN? I don't remember his name, but I remember his face. Do you think I actually did hear this floated? Do you think he's top ten? I think that is much more of a yes. I, I think that can. Be, I think he's respectable top ten. Like if I heard him like at, at eight or nine, I wouldn't be too mad. But not two. No, I no, mean not two. Not two. No. No, I think. I mean, I I have had the take for for a long time mm-hmm. that we've got three and maybe four top ten players of all time playing in the NBA right now. Yeah, so we got LeBron, LeBron, KD, KD Steph, Steph, and, and Keegan Murray. Yeah. There you go. Josh Giddy, Luca, Luca's probably a fifth one early doors, you could say, if he starts winning stuff. Yeah, the problem is Luca hasn't done much he, yet. He hasn't he's, won anything. He's probably a top five, top ten player now, but not all time. Oh, yeah, he's easy a top five player now, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Giannis is my fourth one. Where if he wins, oh yeah, even t- even two more titles, I'd almost consider. I mean, it's, it's all, he's already one of the best two way players the league's ever had. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think that's interesting, but it's also you know it's a generational thing. In thirty years, there might be kids saying, "Well, LeBron, LeBron James, James the third. LeBron, oh my God, that was literally what I was going to say. <laughs> LeBron gonna... James the third is the best player. Um, yeah. yeah. NBA. Yeah, when now, they have the five point shot. And they'd be like, LeBron could have never hit a five-point shot, but LeBron James III <laughs> hits his five-point shots. They let people dunk over cars in the game. Exactly. Because they just got to spice things up. 
<laughs> it's the Blake Griffin rule. Yep, the Blake the Blake rule. Mm-hmm. That'll be his one mark on the NBA. There you go. Sad. Um, should we go to a break? NBA. It's gonna be boring now. There's nothing happening. Yeah. Until it's gonna be a while. Yeah. But you know what's coming up? Football. 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 <laughs> okay, let's go to a break. <laughs> Oh, that's still the NBA. That's NBA. All right, we'll go to a break. It's currently 728 CST here in Columbia, Missouri. We will be right back with more Penalty Box soon. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Man, am I glad to see you. What are you doing on this deserted road? Some guys from school drove out here and we're going to start fooling around with drugs. When I told them all drugs do is mess up your head and get you in a lot of trouble, they kicked me out of the van and drove off. You're right not to get involved in the drug scene. Nobody with any sense wants any part of it. How do I get home? That's no problem at all. Box here on KCOU 88.1 FM. One of these days, I should just start rapping over these beats. You know I, what? You I, should. I think the airways would really appreciate over that. Uh, of that. Appreciate that. Wow, I can't talk. I would appreciate it so that, like, I can just, you know, give that to, to, because, to, you know, when you have, like, a tape that you give to, like, a demo? It, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to give them that. You're going to wait. Like, if I'm applying for jobs and they're like, oh, we need a tape. I was like, all right, and I just give them you rapping, and they think it's me. Oh, like a tape for journalism? Like, oh yeah, here's my yeah, best here's clips. my here's my best clips. Yeah, but it's just but it's you rapping. It's just me spitting. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I could rap to this beat though. I can't do my man Scott dirty like that. Yeah. You see, he's doing all the McDonald's ads now. I'm very very excited about that. Kid Cudi. Yeah. He's he, got like a McDonald's. Is he gonna have a meal? I think he might have a meal. The Kid Cudi meal. The Kid Cudi meal. Do I, you want the the Peter Camp meal? Yeah, I do. Okay. McDonald's meal. So. So when you pull up to McDonald's, right, I don't, like, usually, if I'm doing my go-to McDonald's order, I usually get one of these, but, like, the full meal, here's what you do. You get two McChickens. Okay. You get two McChickens, everything on it. Uh, then you get uh, a six-piece McNugget, and you get two things of ranch, because you're going to go through at least, like, three chicken nuggets worth of ranch, so you need three for one and three for the other one. Wait, what was the first part again? You get two McChickens. Two McChickens. Six-piece nuggets. One six-piece nuggets. Yeah. You get two things of ranch. Yep. Two things of ranch. Uh, You get a medium fry. Okay. And then you get... um, You get... Okay, so here's the thing. You get a smoothie. You get a medium strawberry banana smoothie. And you get a small McFlurry. Wow. Two desserts? Yeah. Because you're going to take the banana smoothie... 
and you're thinking, oh, wow, I'm eating too healthy at McDonald's, and then you're going to eat the ice cream. You got a, That's a big meal, man. Yeah. So wait, I'm I'm um I'm writing this down. Yeah. For Twitter, uh, so it's two big chicken, six piece nuggets, it's medium fry, two ranch packets for the six piece. Oh yes, nuggets. that that's that's that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so with two ranch packets, two ranch packets, because that that does make sense. Because you're right, those packets are small. They're small. Like I do ketchup, and they that's even worse because they like ranch at least is like a cup. Mm-hmm. The packet, the ketchup packets are just like you tear tear open. Oh yeah, and those stink because like there's nothing in there. I gotta get like twelve of them. Exactly for ten nuggets, that, that's like twenty. That's why you always give like a handful. Yeah, you just <laughs> so six piece six piece nuggets. Yep. Two things of ranch, two McChickens, medium fry. Yep. And then you get a medium strawberry banana smoothie. And a small Oreo McFlurry. Medium strawberry banana. And that's the Peter Camp, like, order. Like, when wow. you pull up to the McDonald's and they, you just go, you know why I'm here. And then you just play <laughs> this audio. Because <laughs> I don't have a song. Or I'll just play Nolan rapping whenever he starts rapping into the intro. When my rap career starts? Exactly. Well, you're, you're already going to Atlanta, man. You can already tell that the hustle's <laughs> begun. That is, that is a big... I did see a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of, like, Migos stuff down there, which is cool. It's, it's like a big big scene for rap no? oh yeah yeah a lot yeah. of a lot of very famous rappers are from there no oh, yeah. you're not off base with that at all um that is quite i have a chipotle meal i don't have a mcdonald's meal okay um but my chipotle meal for those who don't follow me on twitter please do i do a thing every week now called chipotle fry because mm-hmm. it's fry so i get chipotle because duh um it's uh it's burrito white and brown rice okay White and brown rice. Yeah, both. I like. I like a big rice guy. Okay. Um, chicken, and then the pico de gallo or whatever. Mm. Um, sour cream, cheese, and lettuce. Boom. Okay. In a burrito. That's the Jack meal. That's not bad. My McDonald's meal is just basic: ten nugs, fries, Oreo McFlurry, water mm-hmm. done, because no soda, water healthy. Yeah. Plus ratio. I don't know. Plus we. We do not drink any sort of liquid on this show. Yeah, no liquids consumed. No liquids are consumed the Luke on this Mag- show. The Luke Magnanti rule. Exactly. Um, no liquids consumed. Speaking of liquid, Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> will he come back to Tampa? Um, I don't know. Is it is it spec? Like I sh- I thought when Brady announced he was coming back that Gronk was just a gimme. Yeah, I think he is retired technically, but I think he's one of those retirees that like could come back at any point, like Jason Witten. When he retired and went to the booth, and then he went to Came back. Vegas for a year. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one of those situations. It'll be funny if he goes to Detroit after that whole story of how he avoided going to Detroit by retiring the first time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I he didn't have the best of seasons last year. He was injured for most of the season, so I think it just is gonna be a matter of how it plays out. I doubt he comes back. Oh, he's only thirty-three. Yeah. I thought he was older than that. Huh. I mean, it's, it's not a bad that's old, that's old, I guess, in football years, but like... For a big tight end like Gronkowski that's taking a couple hits. Right, right. It's 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 not a bad career, especially with a guy like Tom Brady thrown to you. Oh, uh, wait, six minutes ago, ESPN. Never mind. Breaking? No, not, breaking? that's not breaking. Different. I read the headline. Uh-oh. He said 12 hours ago, someone wrote an article saying, I'm not really retired. He embraces his next stage. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's a photo of him with a dog. <laughs> He's still in Florida. I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to be honest. I, yeah. I, I mean, sure, Brady the Brady-Gronk duo is like fun or whatever, but I don't care. 
I mean, like you said, he's not the best tight end when he is there. He's obviously great when he's coupled with Tom Brady because they've just been together for so long. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Gronkowski is a system tight end and can only play with Brady. Well, yeah, washed. He can't win without Brady. Yeah, can't win without him, so he'll stay retired or he'll just, I don't know. Um, Jimmy G, on the other hand, that situation is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Has there been any more developments other than it, it, it's just whatever the 49ers are doing? So they're, they're keeping – are they keeping Debo? Is that all yes, finalized? Yes, Jimmy G. Yeah. G uh, uh, Debo is staying right. in San Fran. He, re- he took away his trade request. And so now the 49ers are allowing Garoppolo to seek trades and talk with teams. One of those teams being – very much Seattle. Yeah. It was, I think it was Cleveland for a little bit. No, sorry. Uh, it was... Is this one of those situations where, you know, normally you don't consider trading to a division rival, but the Seahawks are so bad that... The Seahawks <laughs> are probably pretty desperate for a quarterback yeah, right now. Jimmy G will just... It's just something. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What what trade destinations have you heard? Uh, the... The only one I've I've heard right now is Seattle, mm. which, you know, could be interesting, just because that's a division rival. I think he started looking like a couple hours ago. I think the Browns have also been a team. Uh, just seeing the Deshaun Watson situation play out. Yeah. So the I found an article that lists a couple teams. So there's Houston. Because Davis Mills, I'll list their, their starting. It lists their starting quarterback, Houston, with Davis, Davis Mills. The Bears. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? That would be so funny. That would be funny. I don't know how Bears fans would even react to that. I feel. I feel like they would just be upset. It, he it, just takes the starting job over Justin Fields. It's like, yeah, it's like already going from uh, Trubisky to who was it? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Uh, but just way earlier. And then Nick Foles. Yeah. And then. Another and then did Jimmy G and then yeah Jimmy Garoppolo oh that'd be so funny uh, but the, he is a, he is from Chicago isn't he yes he is I think he's an Illinois guy so there you go um, this has the Washington football team which I, they paid Carson Wentz a lot I don't think they're gonna yeah they would they would have another quarterback battle there did you see that um, that press conference from um, Heineke what he said yes that was cool that was cool. I, I kind of respect that just him being like you know I'll be a backup it's fine like I'm just gonna push him yeah every day to be the best because I feel like that is such a generic question they can get asked like of course what are they gonna say no but he in a way said yeah I'm not gonna be a starter I realized well, that but he was just saying like they paid him all that money they're not gonna pay him all that just to have me start yeah which is like that's it's a I business mean, he's not wrong yeah it's a business Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Browns with a possible Deshaun suspension. Uh, they would have Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterback if Deshaun Watson does not play. Uh, and then the Giants with Daniel Jones. I think they're pretty tied to Daniel Jones. Are they? I, I mean, uh, I think they just want to force it to work, maybe. I don't know. The Giants they're, are a mess. I think the Giants are trying to force a square peg through a round Hole. Yeah. So today I saw their marketing thing with their new jerseys. Did you see that? Not new jerseys, their throwback jerseys. I, I saw. I scrolled past it, but I saw it. Yeah, they. It's it's like a video where in the end, like Lawrence Taylor is handing off a jersey to Saquon Barkley. Lawrence Taylor just looked sad the whole time. 
he like pulls up in a car and he looks at like MetLife Stadium and it flashes back to where it says Giant Stadium and like first of all it's just corporations which is just sad but then he's just like I'm back like that's what he says out the out the window and I'm like oh poor poor LT he's just watching his franchise like do you ever watch those old like 2K uh uh cutscenes and it's Dion Waiters trying to act. Oh my gosh, that's exactly it. Well, it wasn't It wasn't even like that. Like It was one of those things where you could tell like if Lawrence Taylor's heart was in it, it would be awesome. But yeah. the Giants suck, so it wasn't. Mm. And he was just like an NPC the whole time. Just, I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> and I'm out. Yeah, and then he just gives a jersey to Saquon Barkley who, I love Saquon Barkley but it's just, it's tough and tough. Uh, and then the other team is the Falcons with Mariota and Desmond Ritter. I feel like they're going to try and make Desmond Ritter work I think they'll yeah they're not I mean as as weird of a season as they had last year I don't think they're gonna they're probably not gonna try and push to they don't Jimmy D doesn't fit their timeline no I'll use that cliche no if anything they could just tank and then get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young they're gonna be the big big draft picks that teams tanking are gonna be looking for right but um yeah, football almost back. Mm-hmm. I think when is the first? When is the first NFL game? Like the Hall of Fame game? Sure. Does that count? Does that get counts, right? That's not a preseason it, game. It is preseason. Oh, I don't care. When does the first regular season game start? September. <laughs> I want to say like September twentieth is usually around when the first game is. Week one. Oh, okay, September eighth. Thursday okay. night football. Bills, almost, Rams. Almost a month. Ooh, that'll be fun. Amazon Prime, Thursday night football. I'm not looking forward to week one. I'm just going to say that. Why? Who does Seattle play? Denver. Oh, oh, that's right. On Monday night football. That's right. Oh, well, that'll be a, that'll be mixed emotions for me, I'm going to be honest. Seattle's going to get their butt kicked hey, on national TV. It is. Uh, and Russell Wilson is just going to... He's just going to be so nice about everything, and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. man. He's going to say such a nice tribute, and I'm just going to be He's like, just going to be like, oh, I love being back here in Seattle, and then they're going to put the 500 yards and six touchdown score bug on the bottom. The only thing I'm excited for is that it's Russell Wilson and Melvin Gordon as a as a quarterback running back backfield. Just two badgers. Is he going to start? No. <laughs> it's going to be Javante Williams, but I don't care. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. He'll Fair play enough. once. He'll play once. Um... Yeah, I mean, do we have anything else? Should we, should, should we quickly talk what baseball? All Star Game. I watched a little bit of it. We can take a, a very, very quick break. We can, and then and then we'll come back. Baseball. We'll touch on baseball and do the penalty box. It's back. It's back. Who's back? The penalty box. Best segment coming up soon. Uh, this is the penalty box. We'll be right back. Hey, Mizzou fans, did you know that research at the Wellness Resource Center indicates that 80% of MU students have a negative opinion of people who litter during tailgating? This is why Mizzou has the best fans in America. This public service announcement has been brought to you by the Wellness Resource Center, Craft Beer Cellar, and KCOU 88.1 FM. McGruff here. The crime dog? Yep. I think I'm going to need your help. I've got an internet bully. Okay, well, what you do is... Maybe you could put a virus on her computer. Or a tracking device. Or a bug. You don't have to do that, all you... Or maybe we could get an attack dog. You ever see those attack dogs that can, like, rip a person's arm off? Seriously. Um, or like a SWAT team. A cyber SWAT team or something. Or like an army. 
Did you ever see that zombie army movie? We should get a zombie army. Wait, wait, wait. All you need to do to stop an internet bully is delete their messages and never forward them on. So, no, no zombies? No zombies. Bummer. Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it, don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody, to the Penalty Box here on KCOU 88.1. FM, uh, we just got done talking NFL, Gronk, we don't care, Jimmy G, come to Seattle, I guess. Um, we're going to wrap things up or we'll segue pretty quickly into the penalty box. Um, we're playing we're playing a little past the mic here, but I will introduce the penalty box guest ahead of time because he can also provide some, some better all-star game insight than probably we can. Um, it's our good friend Tyler Kading. Tyler... Uh, was the American or National League team's uniform better? Which one was better? I couldn't decide. What, the National were the ones wearing the white, right? Yes. The National ones, then. Yeah, by, I, think, I, think by a lot. I think I agree with you. I, I, I like black on gold usually a lot, but I don't... I, I think the, the the white was better. I think I agree. Someone made a comment last night watching the game that it looked like the American League was the LAFC. Oh, team. that's a good take, yeah. And I once I saw that, I couldn't unsee it. Um, so I had to, I have to go with the national plus for as much like negative press as major league baseball got for those uniforms. Those are the best all-star uniforms they've ever had. Like those, I get why people want them wearing like the team uniforms or whatever. Those were awesome. Uh, They were really good uniforms. We're also beyond that era. Like the old, the old heads who say that I feel like just need to, we haven't like, look at the NBA. It hasn't been wearing the team uniform or the NFL in a a while. So I I, felt they still wear the helmets, right? They still wear the yeah. Okay. They still wear the so helmets, but like, no, we're we're beyond yeah. the era of just wearing your team uniform. I like the 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 unif- the one uniform. Um, Peter, why does it say Walter White Mad on here? Oh, you don't remember? No. He yelled at the ump during uh, the Celebrity All Star Game, and he started kicking dirt at the umpire uh, because I mean, to be fair, it was a ball, and the ump called it a strike, and Walter White got mad at him. <laughs> I should say Brian Cranston, but no, Walter White. Um, yeah, All-Star Game was good. I was bummed it wasn't. It, I, I was thinking MLB rigged big time when they announced <laughs> that it was going to be a mini home run derby uh, to break the tie. I thought for sure bottom of the ninth uh, someone was going yard. Say so the only time in life, like in the history of the sport, that we were actually rooting for a tie after nine. Right. Because I wanted to see that. Yeah. Um, oh, that would have been so much fun. That's also a fantastic idea. Yeah, that's a, that's a good worth. thing to keep. Um, regular home run derby. Juan Soto won. I called that, predicted that on another show. Very proud of myself there. Turned down big money, but, you know, can still hit dingers. Albert Pujols won, too, which was stupid. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but Kyle Schwarber didn't try. So he gave out. He gave, we, know, we all know he gave Albert Pujols mm-hmm. that, right? Also, did you see the thing about the fact that ESPN can't count? Schwarber hit 20 home runs. They only gave him credit for 19. Did that, did that lose him the— Yeah, it was— Pools finished with what? 20. Okay, so totally yeah. MLB rigged. That's oh, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, 100%. Oh, my no, 100% gosh. rigged. It didn't count. Probably clipped Kyle, the wall. Kyle Schwarber has had the home run derby stolen from him twice Wow. Now. Yeah, totally. MLB rigged. That's exactly. unreal. Baseball is dead. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tyler, do you have any other thoughts on it? 
I mean, it's you know the, better than I did. It's the All Star Games. So did Devin, really did Devin Williams hard. pitch? Yes. Uh, there was something that happened while he pitched. I don't remember what it was. Uh-oh. One of the mic'd up moments. One of the funny mic'd up moments was the hitter. Well. Devin Williams was pitching. I think everyone that was an all-star got into the game this year with the exception of Edwin Diaz. He, just did, he didn't play? No. He, he, was oh, warming no. Up, he was warming up in the ninth and never pitched. Oh, no. In, in all reality, so it was the Braves manager that was managing the National League. Um, had Juan Soto play in the outfield for six innings the day after he demanded a trade. <laughs> and then warmed up Edwin Diaz completely and didn't use him, which is just the most absolute evil all-star game evil. management ever and i give props to um brian snicker for it <laughs> that's unreal um yeah I, I i like watching the all-star game as much as as, as yeah. little as i watch baseball uh it's definitely it's definitely fun i didn't even know they did a celebrity all-star game i'm gonna be honest is that is that new within the past couple i don't know bill nye won um softball game mvp when it was in <laughs> washington that's electric so shout out bill and i know nye. it's not the first year but i don't think it's that old base bill Yes. Um, sweet. Okay. Uh, should we do penalty box now? Peter nods. Okay, we're doing pass the mic again. Sorry. I'm, I'm going to get off, slide it to Tyler, and then Peter will explain the rules, and I will be back at the end. Okay. So, you remember the rules, right? Yeah. Okay. It's two minutes, right? Indeed. And you have – he still holds the record, right? Yeah. He still has a record. So, I have – 58 questions. So I better not get through 58 Statistically, in the span of two minutes. it should not be able to go through all 58, but we'll see what happens. All right, two minutes on the clock. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one, go. What game slash video game are you unbeatable at? Madden. If you could spend... if what, How would you spend your days if you had unlimited time and resources? Uh, at the beach. How do you get motivated for difficult tasks? Sleep. Favorite brand of water? Fiji. If you were branding socks, what would you call your sock company? Uh, the sock company with the little TM next to it. What's your favorite character from the Scooby-Doo crew? Uh, Shaggy. What's your favorite app on your phone? Uh, Twitter. What is a good movie or book that you recommend? Anchorman. Uh, if you could live in any fictional world, where would it be and why? Uh, the Hobbit universe. Where would you hide in your apartment if you had to play a game of hide-and-seek? The closet. What is your very first thing you would do after winning a million dollars? Spend it all. What is your best hidden talent? That weird stuff that I can do with my arms. Favorite Halloween costume? Uh, the classic, you dress up as a pumpkin from head to toe. What's your thoughts on socks and sandals? No. What's your favorite person named Jason? Uh, Jason Derulo. Who are your heroes? Jason Derulo. What is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, Jason Derulo. Uh, uh, if, uh, what, what is the first thing you would do? Oh, I already asked that. <laughs> if you were an autobiography, what would it be called? Oh, God. I'm not creative enough to come up with titles of books. So someone else can do it for me? Uh, best popcorn brand. Oh, God. Um, Orville Redbucker. Favorite tongue twister? The she sells, she sells seashells by the seashore. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. If you had a month off to travel anywhere, where would you, where would you go? Europe. If you could change one thing about your job, and what would it be? Actually having one. If you had to change your dress code, what would be one rule you would change? Uh, ooh, no khakis. Uh, what type of games would you include... Uh, in the new Olympics. Ooh, uh, the flag football sounded like a lot of fun. Uh, how do you cope with stress at work? I don't. If you could effortlessly pick, if you could effort, effort, effortlessly pick up a skill instantly, what would it be? Uh, photo, photographic memory. Would you rather drive an ice cream truck or dress up as a clown? Uh, ice cream truck. All right. Give it to him. I forgot uh, I had some some doubles in here. 
So you didn't have all 58 prepared for me. I did not. Wow. False information on KCOU Airwaves. Uh, Cannot believe it, Pete. I'm so sorry. Uh, and these all did not. I mean, um, as, aside from the fact that you used Jason Derulo three times for an answer, uh, no, like I included those. Like, it's just with that part, you got 27. Wait, Man, I'm sorry, on. were Jason Derulo not valid answers? I mean, I did, they were valid answers. It's, it's, it's you know. We uh, the three time answers also Orville Redenbacher that's wrong it's Pop Secret Pop Secret's more expensive but it, you pay for the quality <laughs> Pop Secret is fast food popcorn No it's not Yes <laughs> Orville Redenbacher you actually have to do yourself you don't just grab it out of a bag That's, not, uh, that's better No Yes More work is not and never better It's better popcorn that's what matters Wait what was the one Hold on. There was one where you asked us to answer the question for you. Oh, yeah. We should take that one. <laughs> um, oh, the, the book title oh, the book one. The book title, title, yeah. No, I said I didn't ask you guys to do it. I asked whoever ghostwrites my... You said someone else, yeah, and whoever, we're the only two people here. Whoever ghostwrites my autobiography, because I don't have the patience to write a whole autobiography. They can decide the title. Unreal. Unless you guys want to ghostwrite my autobiography, in which case, by all means. Unserious. <laughs> Um, you only gave me two minutes to answer these questions. I kind of had to think on my feet, Jack. <laughs> Black football would be fun in the Olympics. Apparently, apparently they're actually considering it. Yeah, like the NFL is like pushing for it, and I want that to happen so bad. What? Who would even? I mean, that's like that's like you know you're going back to the '90s in basketball at that point. Like America, who would be okay? Wait, so what? It'd be seven on seven? I think, we think? in the World Championships, Mexico beat USA. Really. Well, I, who's, I mean, but the really, really good players aren't going to probably play for the U- USA. I probably not, no. Okay, so what, was it seven on seven? Who's the starting uh, quarterback of the USA team right now? That's our last debate, and then we'll call it. I don't know. Say. It's, isn't starting quarterback for the USA team right now, isn't that just not just best quarterback in, in the world? Right. Yeah. Who is it? Hold on. Ooh, Let me do Mahomes. some research. I, until, we, until we prove him wrong. Yeah. I mean, then again, what Pete was saying, though, is right. Those guys wouldn't play. Yeah. All right. Well, then put Arch Manning. Arch Manning would totally do that. Arch Manning. Yeah. <laughs> Arch Manning would totally do that. Oh, here we go. Arch Manning, uh, B. Jan Robinson or whatever his name is at running back. Deuce Vaughn, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, because Texas has worked out so well winning football games in the past, Jack. BJ Robinson, <laughs> is that how you say his name? I, th- I think. All right, so the quarterbacks for the men's flag football team are Brian Alfre- Alfreri. Alfredo? Obviously. And and Eric Holiday. Dude, Brian Alfreri has an awesome deep ball. Paints it perfectly on the left side. Shea Patterson would so be the quarterback of the USA <laughs> team, and then I would never watch. That would, that would It'd be him, and then DPJ would make his way on the team at receiver, and it would be a, a mess. It would be a mess. He'd be wide open every play and never throw it to him. They don't have Tony Romo, but they do have Anthony Pomo. Playing center and wide receiver. <laughs> All right, this no, this sport can't be Olympic. This is an unserious sport. This is unbelievable. All right, Peter, last words. We gotta, we gotta go. But that, it, no, I'm off flag football in the Olympics now. Totally off. But it. you're off of totally guys off like it. Terrence Bunting. No, because now I've put Shea Patterson Darryl as the Duchesne. quarterback of Team USA, which makes me gross. Terrence gross. Terrence Fox. No. What about Bruce Mapp? I don't know. Big fun. Bruce Mapp. Bruce guy? Willis. Make it celebrities. What about Greg Meep? Let Dwayne The Rock Johnson play. Malik Ransom. Malik Willis? Ransom? Ma- uh, Manny. Machado? Santa. 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 Bia. Sanabia. And the show. 
Uh, Frankie Solomon plays defensive back. (laughs) That'll do it for the Pelly Box. Randall Webb. Here on KCOU, Peter's lesson of the week is uh, don't play flag football. No, do put flag football in the Olympics. Maybe. No, definitely don't. All right. Uh, We got to go. Hope everyone has a fun and safe rest of your week. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Hasta la vista. Oh, Brian Garcia is the head coach. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>